So today, just before the show, I actually landed up selling 50% of my ETH. Now, I've got nothing against ETH, but I just think I'm going to put the money to work somewhere better. So today, I'm going to show you why I sold my ETH. I'm going to break down the thesis. I'm going to break down the scenario. And it comes down to me wanting to make real life-changing money in this crypto bull market. And I just figured that the new token that I'm putting the, 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 market, the, the money into is probably a better investment than ETH at this stage. Also, yesterday, we did a show. And in the show, I said, look, I'm selling my altcoins here. And the reason why I said I'm selling my altcoins is because I am expecting a correction. Now, the thesis is that I'm still expecting a correction. And today I'm going to show you what may actually bring on this correction. So I'm going to show you yesterday we spoke about getting the correction. I told you how far we're going to go. And today I'm going to show you what's actually going to cause this correction. And you can decide whether based on my thesis, you agree that we're going to get the correction or that's going to be the cause or not. That's it. All right, so let's do it. Big show today. Let's have fun. You know what the worst thing in the world is? I'll tell you what the worst thing in the world is. The worst thing in the world is when you do a show and in the show you say, I'm selling my altcoins because I'm expecting a correction. And then the market does this on you, right? the market starts to recover on you because anything like have I made a mistake have I made a mistake have I made a mistake but the reality is I don't actually think I've made a mistake I didn't say I'm selling all my altcoins I just said let's take off the crazy risky positions the ones that could put the rest of the bull market in jeopardy and we keep we keep fighting the good fight now what you can see here is that there are actually two good fights which are happening right now the first thing is you've got bitcoin in a channel and bitcoin is not the top part of the channel now what can happen in the channel one is we could revert down here to the trend line because you see this, this channel is made up in this trend line and the top part of the channel is just where we've had re uh, a resistance and you can see we broke out of the resistance here but we came back in. So one thing that could happen is that we break out of this channel like happened over here. It can happen. The other thing that could happen is that we go back down here and we test the 31,000 or 32,000, which is actually the same levels that I spoke about yesterday. So I'm going to show you what could actually cause this correction to the 32,000, which, by the way, unfortunately, I think is the more likely scenario. The other fight that Bitcoin is having is actually on a much shorter time frame. So this is the whole year time frame. This is the much shorter time frame, as you can see. That's the much shorter time frame. That's the November time frame. And here you can kind of see that Bitcoin is again in this channel and kind of playing here between this, between this part and this part. Now, if we break down here, we're probably going to test that. If we break up, then we, we may actually get another one of these scenarios. Be that as it may, be that as it may, where we are right now is if you look at the banter bubbles and you look at the banter bubbles on the on the one hour, if you look on the, on the daily, which is usually where I like to start, you can see that on the daily, we're getting some green, some crazy, strong, amazing uh, green performances. But the majority of these performances have actually come on the one hour, which means something's happening in the one hour. We should look out at, what, at what's happening in the one hour. Um, just let's just quickly get into some some formality, some formality. So yesterday, a lot of us took this trade over here, which was the UST trade. Um, there is my UST trade. It is about $20,000 in the profit. Let me know whether you think I should close it during the show. You see, I took $10,000 profit and I've got another $10,000 profit. I did it on Bybit. Let me know in the chat whether you think I should close it or whether I should keep it running because UST is a piece of shit and it's going to eventually go down to zero. Um, I'm just a little bit worried about funding there. Let's quickly just look at what the funding, what's the funding rate here? Okay, funding rate is not too bad. Funding rate is not too bad here. Okay, so let me know if you think I should keep it open or whether you think I should close it and just take the $20,000 profit and move on and live to fight another day. Let me know, let me know. In the meantime, in the meantime, let's get the formalities out the way. So listen, welcome, welcome, welcome. Nice to see you all here again. The best family in the world. We have been on fire. Our subscriber numbers have been on fire thanks to you guys. Our calls have been absolute fucking fire. People are making so much money. They keep sending me thank yous and stuff like that. And I, I can't tell you how amazing this is for me. Because to know that I, we got us all through the bear market together and that now we're in the bull market and people are really starting to make life-changing money. And I mean, people are telling me that the ETF, they get made 70% returns. People are telling me they took the UST trade. Uh, it's so many trades every single day. So 
If you want to be part of the family, subscribe. Be here every single day because I'm here every single day. I'm even here on weekends uh, to bring you crypto love and crypto wisdom and just to get uh, to get us into the, get us through this bull market and hopefully we can all make absolute life-changing money in the bull market. Anyway, let's get on with, with the formalities here. Uh, with the formalities now out the way, let's get into the alpha. And I promise you, I always promise you the same thing. I promise you that using our research team, I will bring you the highest alpha per minute show in the world, okay? I will bring you the highest alpha per minute show in the world. It is all thanks to the researchers that live in the banter bubbles. So if you go to the newsroom and you click here, you can see that every single thing, if you want to cheat, if you want to cheat, just go into the news section and you know exactly, exactly, exactly where I'm getting my research from because there's 30, 33 researchers here which are dropping alpha as and when it happens. Also, if you want my show notes, there's a link below. You can get my show notes, which is literally the pack that I used to create the show. You can have it just after the show. We can't give it to you before the show because we found that when we did that, our competitors started to use my show notes to make their shows. I'm flattered, but I'd rather just make the shows first. Anyway, let's get into... Um, the meat and potatoes of the show today. We've got a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot to discuss yet. The market is looking much better than it looked yesterday. It is much more green. As I said to you, I do think that right now we are fighting two battles inside this channel. We are fighting two battles in ch inside the channel. In the long term, in the short term, uh, I think that we're fighting. If you look at, at, at this pattern over here, we, are, we had this play out. I'll, I'll quickly draw it for you. So that was the first one. That actually played out. I mean, I could be a little bit better on my charts, but there we go. So that was the first one that played out and it broke up. And now the second one and Joe, who's our researcher, says, look, we may be getting into this kind of pattern. If we get into this kind of pattern, bang, we break out of this thing and we, we continue to fight another day. When you break this down into numbers, you're talking about 4% in September. 30% or 28.56% in October, 8% in November. So, so far, so good. We are tracking very, very, very much like, um, like this 2015 fractal, which is the, 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 the previous two halvings ago. Um, we, we are playing out this fractal and Bitcoin performed very, very, very well in November and then very, very well uh, in December. The main thing that is driving the growth of the market right now is that you can see that new money is actually starting to come into the market. So this is the growth of stable coins. What you can see is that from a low of about 119 billion, we are now at 125 billion, which means that new money is coming in. Five billion of new money has actually come into the market, which is amazing. Now, where is this money? You can also see that the CME, which is the institutions who can't get their money into crypto yet because there's no ETF. So what do they do? They buying the CME options. And if you look here, what you can see is you can see the CME options are now, again, at an all-time high. We also have Tether printing, printing like mofos, okay? That means more and more and more and more money is coming into the market. Tether just printing and printing and printing money. Um, they printed $2 billion and pumped it into the market this week. You can see that uh, Paolo Arduino says, look, we're on 88.898789889 USDT. And if you, I just want to show you what that looks like. So if you look at the high... Of the previous cycle, we had 83 billion tether. But then what happened was we got, um, we had 83 billion tether. And then what happened was we see that people started to take their money out of tether because it was a bear market. And now what they're doing is they bring it in here. Now, this kind of shows you what the pattern that the market is going to play out. So this is a, a, a hint as to what the market is about to do. So you can see that what Tether has done is the Tether market cap has actually printed a higher high. It's come a lot at the expense of USDC because people are saying, look, we don't want to be in USDC because we don't want to be tied to the US. What we want to do is we want to be much more in USDT. And so what you're seeing is that we're getting a whole lot of Tether printing into the market. And what we're also seeing is we're seeing that a lot of people are actually making a lot of money. This is a wallet that went from $1,924 to 2,002.6 million in 23 days. That's the performance of this market. That, that is right now what this market's doing. And as I said yesterday, look, on the weekly, the RSIs are still a little bit high. On, um, and, and, and you can see it over here. You can see that the RSIs on the weekly has broken through the 70. Now, this is the, 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 the pivotal level, right? But what Sheldon says, and Sheldon's actually right here. What Sheldon says, he says, look, he came to me this morning and said, look, I saw what you said about the RSI and you're actually generally right. 
But you've got to decide whether we're in this part of the cycle over here. Because you can see in this part of the cycle, yes, you can have the RSI break above the 70 and then go below. And you can have that pump, which is kind of like where I think we are right now. Or he says, you could be here where the RSI actually broke out in October and was actually broken out until Feb. So you can actually remain, the market can actually remain heated from October all the way until Feb. What I think is, I don't think we're in that part of the cycle. I think that we're actually in this part of the cycle. And yes, in this part of the cycle, the RSI can continue to go up and then can come down, as, as you can see, which is, which is exactly what's happened here. We're also seeing a sign, which I don't know if it's a good sign or a bad sign. We can decide together. So what we're seeing is we're seeing that the plankton addresses. Now, what are the plankton addresses? The plankton addresses are the, the, the holders with less than 0.01 Bitcoin. Those are going up. They're now at an all-time high. So what does that mean? It means that there's more adoption of Bitcoin. But what does that also mean? It means that there's more retail investors in Bitcoin. James, can I ask you a favor? This light over here, is, it, it's in my eye. Can you like turn it away from me? And let's turn this light completely away from me. Much better. You see, now, now I don't have lights in my eyes, which is amazing. Okay, so... We do have the, the, the plankton investors, the, the small retail investors, um, which are now coming into the market. Now, that for me says, okay, great. That is good for Bitcoin adoption because there's more people actually using Bitcoin. But it's actually bad because what it shows you is that retail is starting to come into the market. And you know what it means when retail comes into the market. It means that potentially we're getting to some kind of cycle top. That's what I spoke about yesterday. And I said, look, I think that it's time to sell altcoins. I didn't say sell all your altcoins. As I said yesterday in the show, I said, let's sell the froth. Let's sell the ones that we bought that were above our risk curve because we were riding momentum. Let's not touch the ETF, but let's sell all the frothy positions that we had because I said to you, to me, it just seems like there's going to be a correction. And I think that, as I said to you yesterday, I think that corrections are absolutely, absolutely normal. Let me show you what I mean when I say corrections are absolutely normal. And I said to you, look, I don't know when this correction is going to come. could come today, could come tomorrow, it could come in a week, it could come in a month. But I am going to show you what I think can cause this correction. And then you can evaluate the risks yourself and decide whether or not it's going to happen. And I think the main thing is that if and when, in fact, not if and when, but when the correction actually comes, just remember that in a bull market, the correction is actually an opportunity. I guarantee you that when the correction comes, it's not going to feel like it. It's not going to feel like it. It's going to feel sore. It's going to feel like when the correction comes and Bitcoin goes down 20, 30, 40%, your altcoins are going to go down 60 or 70%. And the reason that actually causes the correction is going to feel so serious at the time that you're going to think that you're never, ever, ever going to recover from it. But actually, that is an opportunity. And as long as when the correction comes, in my opinion, as long as we don't break below this trend line, then as long as we don't break below the trend line, then for me, this remains an opportunity. If we break below this trend line, then we meet again right here and we discuss why and we discuss how to resolve it. But remember, very, very, very importantly, when these corrections happen, I know that, in, I know that when you zoom out, it feels like these corrections are nothing. But let me tell you, because I've been in these corrections, when they actually do go down, and Bitcoin goes down 23%, and your favorite altcoin goes down 60%, you think it's the end of the fucking world, okay? And that's the time where you actually have to embrace the opportunity. That's the time where you have to embrace the opportunity. So let's remember that. When it comes to these corrections, let me actually show you why I think that, that we potentially are going to get a correction now. Yesterday, I showed you the RSIs. Yesterday, I showed you all, all the meme coins running. Yesterday, I showed you all the froth in the market. If you missed that show, then you should probably join about 100,000 people who didn't miss that show, almost 90,000 people that didn't miss that show, and go and watch the show because it's actually quite an important show. I didn't say the correction was going to come today or tomorrow. I just said, just get ready for it. And why do I say get ready for it? Because I've been here before. And I know a few things. So the first thing is, let's look at previous bull markets, okay? So this is the 2018, hold on, have I got all the corrections here? Uh, hold on, let me, get, let me get another one of these corrections here, these dip things, because I want to show you something very, very, very important. One second, let me download it for us. We need to see this chart. This chart is a very, very, very important chart. Uh, hold on, let me open it for us. Okay, 
There we go. Here it comes. And okay, hold on a second. Um, hold on a second. Okay, so I want to show you this this chart over here. So this is the 2015 to 2017 cycle. So this is the 2015 to 2017 cycle. Now, let's look at how many corrections we actually had. The cycle was 1,067 days. And in the 1,067 days, we had 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. We had 11 corrections before the top. Okay, now, we had a cycle length of 1,067 days. We had 11 corrections. It means there was about three, three and a half months before each correction, okay? So here there was 123 days, which is four months. Here there was just under four months. Here there was a month and a half. Here there was more. Here there was more. What you can see is that later on in the cycle, the corrections get shorter and shorter and the market gets much, much, much more aggressive. The market goes up more, but it comes down quicker. And then it goes up and, and, and it's more violent and it takes less days to get higher and higher and higher, right? That's what happens late in the cycle. That's 2017. Let's go to um, the, the next cycle, which was 2018 to 2021, which was the next bull market, okay? Here's the next bull market over here. You can see the next bull market over here um, is 2018. You have one, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11. You have 12 corrections. The average time between them is 82 days. So, so far, we know that we've had two cycles. In the two cycles, we've got between 100 and we've got 82 and 100 days uh, where there are corrections. Now, look at, now let's look at the 2023 bull market. Our bull market so far, let's quickly look at, at where our bull market is. So, let's take it from the bottom of the bull market. Let's go on to the daily. Let's go from the bottom of the bull market which was November last year. Let's quickly go back to November last year. So I'm going to take us again. We're measuring from bottom here. We are now, here we go. Let's say that that's the bottom over there. And we are now 385 days into the bull market. So theoretically, 385 days, we should have had three or four corrections so far. Let's see where we are at. We've had one correction, two corrections, three corrections. And we're now expecting... We're 141 days since our third correction. And we're now expecting, at some point, we are expecting our fourth correction. So again, it aligns beautifully. If you look at the previous cycle, correction every 100 days, correction every 100 days, correction every 100 days. We are, we're tracking beautifully. We haven't had a correction for 141 days. We've had three corrections and the average length between them has been 94 days, which means that time-wise, we're due for a correction. Market sentiment-wise, we're due for a correction. We haven't had this correction. It also aligns with this theory over here. So what we'll do is we'll get a little push up. We can go a little bit higher. We'll come back down and we'll hit this level over here, which you can see is around 30 or 32. Now, when I go back to this channel over here and I say, okay, where does this channel actually play out? Let's quickly draw a line here and say, let's say we do something like this and like this and like this. We're looking for 30 or 32,000. Bang, where does it hit the channel? Exactly at 30 or 32,000. So that is the thesis that, that I think may, may play out. Now, can we buck this trend? Sure we can. Sure we can. Here we go. You've had, you had, okay, you had, yeah, you had 182 days. Where we are now in the cycle, you had 182 days and 204 days without a correction in the previous markets, right? So you, you've, you can do that. You can see here again, we had 113 and 108 days and 144 days without correction. We're getting to the long part of, this, of the cycle without actually getting a correction. The other thing is that if you look at previous halving cycles, you can see that always at previous halving cycles, we always had a pullback roundabout now. We always, always, always had a pullback roundabout now. But that is if you take the halving cycle as the be-all and end-all for this thing. Now, remember that this time we have something else in play here. We have something that's not only the halving cycle because we have the ETF. So it's almost like, yeah, if there was no ETF, we'd have the halving cycle. But the thing is, now we've got the halving cycle and the ETF. So which one is going to win? So I think they actually may align. 
And that's what I wanted to show you. And I will show you later why I sold my ETH because I promised that I'll show you what, why I, I promised that I'd show you why I sold my ETH and which token to put your money into. But first, let's finish and discuss what's going to happen when this correction happens. When we, or at least, what can cause this correction, and then we can decide if it's going to be a long-term correction or a short-term correction. So, got to ask yourself, what is what could cause this correction? I know for sure that I'm expecting a correction, which is why I've started to take off all my my risky positions, all the ones that were just froth, all the ones that were just fun, out. I want the money to be able to buy the dip. What could cause the correction? What could make us do this? What could make us do this in this amount of time? Now, look at when this amount of time is. The amount of time is the beginning of 2024. What could make us have a correction between now and 2024? And if that did happen... How many days and how many days left this year? Let's we could just do a, how many days left this year? Google is such a good friend of mine. Let's have a look here. There are 33 days, which means that if this plays out, we'll have 174 days. 174 days if we don't get the correction. Okay. So what could cause this correction? Well, maybe the thing that could cause this correction is actually the thing that's holding the market up. Now, what we know is that even when the biggest exchange was attacked, Binance didn't manage to move the market. So this market is not driven by FUD. It's actually being held up by positivity, by good news. Now, what is the, the good news on the horizon? What is like the one amazing big thing of good news on the horizon? You know what it is. The fucking ETF. It's the ETF. The ETF is hot. No one wants to sell their tokens now because why the hell would you sell when an ETF is about to launch? That's why this market can't get beaten down. When CZ goes to, 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 to the Department of Justice and he pleads guilty and Binance is guilty in criminal charges, the market doesn't crash. Why doesn't the market crash? Because who the hell would sell their tokens when we're just about to get an ETF, right? That's what everyone's saying. Every single person in the world is saying the same thing. The ETF is about to get approved. Now, what do I know about markets? I know that markets like the point of max pain. Mm. They like to take what everybody's thinking and they like Max Payne. It's like James. He likes to put me in this office and switch off the aircon and give me Max Payne. Is it, is it, is it no electricity, James? Uh, okay, because it's, it's actually not James. We have this thing called power cuts in South Africa where we don't have electricity. So right now there's no electricity, so the aircon doesn't work. So we have a generator for the lights. The generator doesn't power the electricity. Sad but true. By the way, let me know quickly if I should close the short. Uh, wh wh what does the vote say about the short? Do I close the short or not? Most people say close. Close. Okay, so let's quickly, let's get the formalities out the way. Let's, um, let's limit close the short. We have that. Let's just close it. Confirm. All of it gone. $20,000 in profit. Thank you for playing the game. We just have to hope that our order gets hit. It will get hit. We'll leave it. It will get hit. Thank you for playing the game. I hope that you guys took the trade with me yesterday on Bybit. If you didn't, sign up with Bybit below because not only do you get amazing sign-up specials, but you also get a chance to win a Bitcoin. You go here. You click win a Bitcoin. Yeah. By the way, you guys have five opportunities. Five, five. You have an opportunity to make five predictions to win. And I see that some of you have only done three. What are you waiting for? Go and make your predictions. Every time you have an exchange account with any banter link, you can make five predictions, one a week, five predictions. And then when you do make five predictions, it gives you five chances to actually win one Bitcoin. And it's the only time that you're ever going to get a chance to win a Bitcoin. It's on Banter Bubbles. You go to Banter Bubbles. For those of you who are new, you click on win a Bitcoin. If you've got any crypto banter exchange link, make five, five chances to do it. If you don't know what to predict, just click here and you'll see what everybody else has predicted. Anyway, so what could cause this Correction. What could cause us to do this? What could cause us to do this? What could cause us to, to go down to the bottom of this channel? Bang, over here, somewhere over here in January. Well, it's, it, it is the ETF. So when you say, how can the ETF actually cause us to have a correction? Because right now, I think that's the only force at play. And of course, things may change. Something may happen tomorrow, the next day. Department of Justice may go for tether. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not a, a fortune teller. I'm just a YouTuber. Um, although you can make a lot of money fortune telling or telling people that you tell the fortune. I'm not that guy. Um, so what could happen? Well, the first thing that could happen is 
What if, what if, and I don't know how legally this could happen, but you know there's so many legal loopholes here. What if the ETF was just postponed? And for some reason, the SEC found a way, found a loophole to postpone this ETF, which is the Cathie Wood ARK Invest ETF in January. What if they find a technicality? The market would dump because they would read this as a bad sign because everyone has their sights set on this 10th of January deadline. All the options are expiring 10th of January. You can see it. All the, all the, the, the futures are all being played for the 10th of January. Point of Max Payne, the SEC finds a way to delay this through a technicality and they drag us to March. Bang. Market goes down. Mark, we hit 32,000 on Bitcoin, okay? It's an option. It can happen. Second thing, second thing. What could cause the crash? Show you what could cause the crash. What if the SEC just approved the grayscale uh, GBTC trust approval and didn't yet approve the ARC one? Because people were buying this at a discount, the GBTC at a discount, you could get outflows of $2.7 billion on the ETF conversion because people could just cash in their discount. So what happened is they bought GBTC at a discount. Then they conv- And you can't sell the Bitcoin inside GBTC. But as soon as it becomes an ETF, you can sell the Bitcoin inside, in, inside GBTC. And then this thing becomes an overhang of $2.7 billion. And then we could actually come down to here. The third thing that could cause this that could cause this is a sell the news event. What happens if they launch the ETF and within the first couple of days we just don't get an ETF pump and we just don't get institutions actually putting money into this ETF. Then all of a sudden you've got the institutions going, hmm, hold on a second, this Bitcoin thing may not be all it's meant to be. And then what happens is, show you what happens. This is exactly what happens. So it's so simple what happens. They go, oh my God, this Bitcoin thing isn't all it's meant to be. All it's made out to be. Oh, oh goodness. And they start selling. And then when they get a batch, everyone goes, wow, this Bitcoin thing is so cheap. We go back to all-time highs. So I've got no doubt that we're going back to all-time highs. I just think that we're going to go on a little bit of a journey first. And then we're going to go back to all-time highs, right? That's exactly the, the way that I see it. So what are the three things? Again, let's just recap for those of us who, who, who haven't been keeping up with the program. What are the three things that could cause that correction? I think the main cause, I think the cause of the correction must be the ETF because that's the biggest magnet pulling the price at the moment. So um, someone says, hello from Serbia. We've got a, actually one of our team members is in Serbia. The guy that makes our thumbnails, fanta- one of the guys that makes our thumbnails, fantastic guy. Um, all right. So what is it? One, we've got, uh, we've got the ETF being postponed, just the Kathy Wood ETF being postponed. Market gets upset, bang, go down, shoot up again because they realize it's only temporary. Two, GBTC being approved first, people capitalizing on the arbitrage between the discount and not the discount, bang. Market goes down, the overhang gets cleared, we go back up. Third thing is, it's a sell the news event. What is a sell the news event? The ETF launches, they look at the ETF, they say, oh, this ETF thing was such a big story, Uh, and no one put their money into it. Price goes down. People say, oh, this ETF's cheap now. Shht, bang. We go up again. Got it? Those are the three things that could cause the correction. I still believe we're going to get the correction. Why do I believe we're going to get the correction? Because why should this be? Why should this cycle be different from any other cycle? Why should we not get a pre-halving dump? Why should we, not, why should we have more than 144 days without a correction? We've got 141 days since we had a correction. How many days do you want without a correction? Crazy. So that's why I think it's going to happen. When it does happen, don't get caught by surprise. We just look at it as an opportunity, and that's exactly what it is. It's an opportunity. That's it. We say, thank thank you, dear Lord, for giving us the correction. Dear crypto God, thank you for giving us the correction. Now we deploy all our money. And as I said to you, the idea is don't get wrecked now. Don't get too greedy now. We've got 600 days left in this bull market. Don't try and make all your money in the first 30 days. It's not going to happen like that. Uh, And you're just going to get wrecked because you're going to take more and more risks. Today in this office, not only were people buying walking around the office, not only were were people buying dreams yesterday. By the way, how are these DJs doing on their dreams trade? Dreams is Dreams Quest. I told you, I haven't done any due diligence here. So don't, don't say I told you to buy it. Okay, they're all up since yesterday. What's the coin that you guys are all buying today? Fufu. What is it called? Fufu. What is Fufu? Chinese meme token. Okay. So that, you, see, you, see the, you see what's going on in this office. Fufu. Fufu. No one even knows what it does. It's a mean Chinese meme coin. Anyway. Let's get to important things. Let's not talk about Fufu. Let's talk not, not about dreams coming true. And let's not talk about Fufu. 
Um, let's talk about important things. So it's all about that. And it's about me selling my ETH. And before I logged on to the show, to be honest, I went to my traders and we started selling about 50% of my total Ethereum bags. I've held these Ethereum bags since 2017. Started buying Ethereum at about $9. Um, my main, main, main purchase of Ethereum was at 26 or $27. And I've been holding it. I've been holding it for since, in fact, let me actually show you how long I've actually been holding my ETH. I've been holding my ETH since, since about here. That's when I started buying ETH. When ETH was there. That's when I started buying, $9. That was in April 2016. And I've held it all the way up and I've had a fantastic, fantastic and fantastic ride. But I think that now it's, start, it's time for me to start lowering my exposure to ETH. I've made 34,000% on some of those trades. Um, but I think it's time for me to actually let go my ETH. So the question is, you ask why? Why am I, why am I saying that it's time to sell my ETH? Nothing wrong with ETH. I think ETH is a fantastic protocol. It's got amazing network effects. A lot of people are building on ETH. And I think it's a giant, it's a big behemoth, and I've got no doubt that the ETH ecosystem is going to thrive. But the reality is for me, I'm in crypto for, one, for, for many reasons. But the main reason is because I want to make life-changing money. And if I'm going to make life-changing money, I don't want to be in a token. I need to be in the tokens that are going to make me life-changing money. I can't come here to make life-changing money and put my tokens or the majority of my money into tokens that are going to make me money. And I mean, the reason why I said it is very simple. If you look at the returns of ETH in the first cycle, when ETH went from, from here to here, in the first, first, first cycle, ETH did 5,000% returns. If you look at the returns of ETH in the second cycle, and I'm going bottom to top here, in the second cycle, ETH made 15,000%. But the reality is that actually this was one cycle. So let's just actually just do it from here. This was one cycle. ETH made 338,000% uh, in the first cycle. The second cycle, from bottom to top, ETH actually only made 5,000%. So you went from 338,000% to 5,000%. And the third cycle is probably going to be much smaller. So if you ask me, where is ETH going to go? Maybe it's going to go to 10,000. Okay? Maybe it's going to go to 15,000. Okay, but that's it. That's the end of, of, of where ETH can go, right? And so for me, I'm not yet, I, I'm looking for the token that's going to do this. I need to find the token that is going to perform most similarly to ETH. In the last cycle, ETH performed most similarly to Bitcoin. Bitcoin was the king. ETH became the second king, the prince. Now we're looking for the next one. What is the next one? That is why I got into crypto. So even though I believe that ETH is an amazing player and ETH is an amazing token, it doesn't fit my objectives, my risk return objectives. I came here to make life-changing money. I'm willing to take the risk. And if I'm willing to take the risk, I should be rewarded with a return. That's it. Nothing wrong with ETH. Don't think that ETH is broken. Don't think that ETH is going to shut down tomorrow. I just think that when you have limited money, you can put your money somewhere else to get better returns. Now, when you put your money somewhere else to get better returns, what you're looking for is... You're looking for a good risk return profile. So, of course, I could take all my money from ETH. I could put it into bank or what? Fufu. Fair, What's it called? Fufi. Fufi. Fufu. Fufu. I can put it into Fufu. Problem is that I may make 100x returns, but it's probably going to go back down to zero and I'm going to lose everything. So, I'm looking at risk return here. And I'm saying, where is the best risk return strategy for me right now? Where is the best risk return profile for me right now? So, then I look and I say, you guys probably saw, and I said uh, a few days ago, and I said, I'm tempted to sell 50% of my ETH into Sol this cycle. And you know what I did just before the show? I actually did that. I put 50% of my ETH into Sol. It wasn't, it wasn't an easy decision. Tell you why it wasn't an easy decision. Because I know that ETH has an amazing, amazing future ahead of it. There's, after the Bitcoin ETF, there's going to be an ETH ETF. ETH has a lot of layer twos building on it. So it's not a dead chain. But the reality is that what I want is I want something that is going to give me these kind of returns. And it's not going to be ETH. I think it's going to be Sol. And the reason why I think it's going to be Sol is because when I compare the fractal of ETH to Sol, this is the, the ETH to Sol fractal from the first cycle, which shows me that if it repeats... 
I'm, I'm, I'm going to get the same cycle, the same returns from Sol in the second cycle as I get it, as I got from ETH in the cycle. So I might get five thousand percent returns, fifty x here, fifty five x from Sol. I'm certainly not going to get fifty five percent, fifty five x returns on ETH. The third thing is, and again, you can see the fractals. You can go and play with the fractals for yourself. The third thing is I'm actually becoming quite a technology maximalist. And I'm saying, look, we use this technology every single day. And the more I use ETH, the more I realize what a shit experience using ETH is and what a great experience using Solana is. The more I use ETH, the more I actually want to use Solana. And I'm not the only one who does it. A lot of people are actually doing it. Um, this one says, genuine question. How do people use ETH after getting used to Solana? It literally feels like using dial-up internet. That's exactly what it's like. Come on, you know, you know, and we know. It's the elephant in the room. The more you use Solana, you realize that it's quick and it's cheap. And you don't have to bridge money from layer one to layer two, back from layer two to layer one, then to another layer two, because you want to, don't do that shit. You just, you go to, you go to Sol, you put your money on Sol, and then you start transacting and it happens cheap and quick and fast and it's simple to use, Right. And therefore, I think that the masses don't actually want to use ETH. They want to use Sol. Because who are, who are the people that actually use blockchains? It's actually not corporations. It's actually retail users. They are the people that actually um, use Sol. And I want, to just, I want to just read you this tweet because I think this, this tweet really struck home for me. This is one of the tweets that really made me want to do this. It said, it says, fuck Ethereum. I'm becoming a Solana Maxi. Paying dinner every transaction on gas is not the move. Also, I'm poor and Solana is for the poor. This shit is meant for me. That's true. Like the majority of users in the world of blockchain are poor people. That's why we built blockchain. And if you're going to build a blockchain that's going to have so many, so many high transaction costs, it's not going to work. And on ETH, as I said, I'm becoming a, a tech maximalist. And on the tech maximalist, you can't compare having everything on one chain versus all this bridging and all the shit that you have to do. I mean, let's just look at the, the, the experience using Ethereum. Bridge to layer, bridge, put your money on layer one. Bridge from layer one to Arbitrum. You spend the money on Arbitrum, put it back into ETH. Back into Arbitrum, back into ETH. It's slow, it's slow, it doesn't work for me. And you can see the same thing, that, 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 that the numbers are clear here. Solana saw almost 50 times the transactions of ETH in November. You can see if you compare the, 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 the transactions of selling, uh, of doing an operation on ETH, 53.49 versus, versus 0.0001 on Sol. You look at the active addresses on Solana. I'm only giving you the data that helped me make my decision. You've got uh, on the daily active addresses shooting up over here. And if you look at the daily transactions, not only has Solana now got higher active addresses than ETH, and, than, than ETH it also has now obviously a, a, a lot more transactions. You look at the DEX volume. Solana DEX volume is killing Ethereum DEX volume. Just look at how many more users are actually using this. You look at the growth in DEX volume. Radium has the fastest growing DEX volume in the whole, in the whole of every single DEX, 600% increase in the last 30 days. So you can see that the bees are starting to fly back to Sol. Look at NFTs. The NFT collections on Solana have overtaken Bored Ape Yacht Club. So Mad Lads flips Bored Ape Yacht Clubs. Uh, it just shows you that NFTs are, are now moving to Solana because it's poor people that are actually swapping NFTs, not the rich that, that, that have um, uh, uh, some, 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 a few NFTs that are very expensive, but the majority of NFT trading volume is actually on Solana. You can see it over here. This is the, the heat map of the Solana NFTs. You can see the ecosystem is really starting to wake up. And again, I'm going to go back to this tweet where the guy says, look, I'm poor. poor there's a lot more poor people and, 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 and those people are actually using Sol. Also, if you ask ChatGPT, and you say to ChatGPT, which, which platform is, which is the better developer platform, Solana or Ethereum? It says, Ethereum offers a more mature and extensive ecosystem, a larger community, robust smart contract capabilities, and a higher degree of decentralization. Solana excels in transaction speed, cost, and scalability. The better platform depends on the specific requirement of the project. For complex decentralized applications, Ethereum is often prepared due to its mature ecosystem and robust smart contract environment. For high-speed, high-volume, cost-sensitive applications, Solana is more suitable. Which one would Chuck Norris prefer? Chuck Norris is a tough, no-nonsense persona, might prefer a platform that is robust, efficient, and powerful. Given these characteristics, Chuck Norris would actually use Solana. And if Chuck Norris uses Solana, well, tough luck. You've got to use Solana. Uh, on a serious note, Chuck Norris uses Solana. 
So on a serious note, this is the performance of the ETH of the ETH sell chart. If you would have bought the bottom, and I don't think we could have bought the bottom, you would have made 300% more by holding sell than holding ETH. And if you look at the institutional inflows, the the ETH has withdrawals year to date, and the Solana has about a 30% increase year to date, which means the institutions are, are now going to think. Someone says, yeah, sold my soul to soul. He's right. We've we all done the same thing. Sold, sold our soul to soul. That's the first part of my thesis. That's the first part of why I'm, gonna, I'm selling my, my, ETH into, my, soul, my ETH into soul. Next thing is, I think that a lot of people are underestimating what's about to happen, uh, what's about to happen to soul. And let me show you what I mean. So we had an airdrop in Sol, right? The, 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 they had the pith airdrop. The pith airdrop created a whole lot of liquidity, a whole lot of liquidity. Um, uh, uh, a whole lot of liquidity was created. Um, but now we're getting into a season where we've got so many more airdrops coming. And those airdrops, what they do is they create more money in the ecosystem. So just think about this. Just think about this. Imagine a situation where you've got no money and then they create an airdrop and they create more money. Now you've got more money. It's been printed out of thin air. That's what an airdrop is. And we're getting airdrop season on Sol. You've got Jupiter, Gito, uh, Pith, Marginfire, Tenza, all these, all these um, guys that are going to be dropping airdrops. Now, that airdrop is free money. If you're a Solana degen and you get the airdrops and you get free money, what are you going to do? You're either going to hold it or you're going to use that to buy more Sol tokens. So more money drops into the Sol ecosystem. And I think we're about to get into the rainy season or the liquidity season on Solana. Um, Pith started it. Gito announced their airdrop, uh, I think, yesterday, finally. Um, so we're going to get a Gito airdrop. Um, Gito, so, so, so um, um, Gito is like the Flashbots and Lido of Sol. I just want to show you uh, how big the market cap can be. Lido has a $20 billion market cap. Marinade has a half a billion dollar fully diluted uh, valuation. Uh, sorry, uh, 2.5 billion for your valuation. Marinette has, has one-tenth of that. There's so much more upside in the Sol ecosystem than there is in the ETH ecosystem. And that's why the ETH ecosystem hasn't performed. The other thing is, if you want to, if you want to get an airdrop, here's a little trick for you. Go to drift.solana uh, and go and check out their perpetuals desk. You can perpetuals decks. You can literally connect your, your wallet and you can trade perpetuals on a decentralized exchange. And I spoke to them this morning and without saying too much, what I can tell you is that they said a few things. The first thing that they said is they said, look, we're going really, really, really fast. Look at that. Oh, surprise. Drift is growing really fast. By the way, I'm an investor in Drift, just to show you this. The next thing that they said, without actually saying anything, they didn't actually say this, but I read between the lines. Because, 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 because I can just read between the lines because I have this, 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 this ability to read between the lines. I have this like ability which I've developed over time to read between the lines. What I heard is that I basically heard that there's going to be an airdrop because they're going to launch their token in January or February or March. And I heard there's going to be an airdrop. And you know who's going to get the airdrop? The people that use the perpetual desk are, decks are definitely going to get the airdrop. So you can trade. You can see that it's very fast. It's very cheap. It looks like a, a, a centralized exchange. And you also qualify for the airdrop. Now, I reckon that this is going to be a massive, massive, massive ecosystem. So I've just given you free alpha. I've just shown you how to get free money. If you, you can go to Marginfy. You can go to, to uh, Gito's Too Late. You probably, missed, you probably uh, missed Gito. But it's literally, literally, literally free money. That's pretty much what it is. So that is uh, Sol. That's why I took, I'm selling, I sold 50% of my ETH. I'm putting it into Sol. I also showed you how to get free money. But now the real money in the Sol ecosystem is actually made in the Sol ecosystem tokens. I'm going to show you the, the Sol ecosystem tokens that you should be looking at. Why am I not getting this music? Oh, there we go. Okay. I see that. I see it. Okay. I did show you. I did say it. But before we get into, I'm going to show you now, I'm going to show you a list of Sol ecosystem tokens if you want to, if you want to invest. Now, remember this, just remember this. The real money in a bull run is made in the ecosystem tokens, not in the layer one. The layer one is a great performer, but the, the real money is made in the gems that perform in the ecosystem in that cycle, right? That's where the real money is made. That's where the real money is made. So yes, I'm going to make money on my Solana, but you know where I'm going to make more money? I'm going to make a lot more money when I invest in the ecosystem tokens. When I get my hands onto Marinade, when I get my hands onto Jupiter Exchange, when I get my money to Gito. That's where I'm going to make the real money in this bull market. Because if I call the layer one right, 
and then I call the ecosystem tokens right, then I've definitely got life-changing money in this bull market. So that's the tokens that are actually going to have it. So I'm going to show you the tokens in a second. But before we get there, I just want to, I just want to, uh, I need some help from you guys. I really need help from you guys. So listen, I know you guys are here because you love the content. But how many of you have actually wanted to join our content team? How many of you believe that you live on Twitter and you live on Discord and you can smell these narratives and these coins? How many of you believe that you can actually help us find all these tokens and then put them into a show document to help us? If you do, and you're looking to get into crypto full-time, this bull market, I've got a massive, massive, massive opportunity for you because I want more researchers to help us drive the shows. I'm looking for full-time or part-time researchers. You must have been in crypto for at least two years because we can't have people that are new in crypto. You must be able to, you must be obsessed like us. You must be on, on Twitter and Discord all day long. You must want to join a very vibrant team that's obsessed with crypto, right? Now, what I need you to do is you, you go to research.recruit at cryptobanter.com. But if you want to be considered, your application must include a link to your Twitter account. And if you don't have a Twitter account, that's fine. Just say I don't have a Twitter account. A CV or a cover letter just that shows us what you do and where you are. And show us some trades that you're taking and what the thought process is. The reason is we need to know how you think before you join our team. Like, you know, otherwise, we get too many applications. So please, if you want to apply, research.recruit at cryptobanter.com. Do that. Uh, do that because I need more people that can help us and who we can share alpha with. You'll, you'll be, it's amazing. You'll join our research group. You'll be part of the team that is live in the, the newsroom here. Uh, you'll be part of this team. You'll be on our morning calls every morning. You'll help us with the alpha and you'll help us actually put the document together. Guys, I need like three, four people. So please, if you can do that, if, you, if, if you've been looking for an opportunity to join crypto full-time, this is your opportunity. It's the new bull market. This is the opportunity. This is when you should jump. Don't jump at the end because then you'll just ride the bear market. Jump now. Join us for the bull market. Join this amazing banter team. And together, we're going to take over in this bull market. All right, now, last point. Last point, last point. I said to you, where are you going to make money in, 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 this, in this bull market? You're going to make money on the ecosystems. What are the ecosystems? Well, we know Sol's going to go up. And when we know Sol's going to go up, we know the tokens in Sol are going to go up. I'm just going to show you one example. Let's just show you one example. Let's just make everybody feel comfortable. Let's feel right at home. So I go and look at Sol. And I say, okay, how has Sol done in the last couple of months? So let's go look at Sol and say, okay, we know it's Sol season. How has Sol done since 6th of November? Since the beginning of November, how has Sol done? Sol's up 300%. Then I go to Marinade. And I think it's, let's see, M, Marinade, Marinade. Uh, yeah, we got Marinade USD. And I see how well has Marinade done in about the same time period. Let's quickly just, let's quickly just stretch it out and have a look here. Uh, here, we here we go. By the way, the, the researcher positions are obviously paid positions. You see, it's done 500%. Okay. What am I trying to show you? I'm trying to show you that the returns of the ecosystem tokens are going to be much higher than the returns of the layer one in the bull market. In the bear market, they're going to go down quicker, but we'll be out of them in the bear market. So where do you make the money? You've got to go into the ecosystem tokens. How do you find the ecosystem tokens? I just want to show you something else. The, the equivalent of Marinade, which has done 491% on ETH, is called Lido. Lido USDT. Let's see how Lido has done in November. Lido must have had a crack in November. Oh, uh, well, let's just quickly go. Here we go. 6th of November. Bang. Oh, well, that is up 41%. Congratulations. You can get those returns in a stock market. You can. You can get those returns in a stock market. You don't need to come to crypto for 41% return. 41% return is for ants. You need to know that if you're here in crypto and you're here for 41% returns, you're in the wrong place. True story. Don't tell anyone, especially not the people that watch the other channels. Okay, so we're going to make the money in the ecosystem tokens. Here's a very quickly, quick and easy guide for you as to the ecosystem tokens. If you're looking for an Oracle, the Chainlink equivalent is Pith. If you're looking for, a, for Gnosis, Squads Protocol. If you're looking for OpenSea, Magic Eden. If you're looking for Blur, Tensor, Tensor Swap. If you're looking for the one inch, it's Jupiter. Some of them haven't even launched. Just go use them, you get the airdrop. Unbelievable, so easy to make money. If you're looking for the Uniswap, it's Orca. If you're looking for the Aave Compound, it's Solid, Marginfire, Driftland, CaminoLand. If you're looking for the Lido, well, it's Gito, Marinade, we just spoke about it. If you're looking for the Flashbot, Gito. Um, if you're looking for the GMX Perpetuals, haha, Drift, I told you. And you can get Drift in a fucking airdrop. I mean, easy. Um, if you're looking for ENS name, SNS, SNS names. 
Uh, if you're looking for the MetaMask, it's Phantom. If you're looking for the Unibot, it's BonkBot. So easy. If you're looking for the Doge or for the Peppy, it's Bonk. Um, some can create a filter on Banter Bubbles for Soul Ecosystem. Oh. Oh, hold on a second. So you're saying that if I go here and I press this button over here, and then I go here and I look for Soul Ecosystem, I'll find it. Down, 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 down. Click ecosystem. Oh, I mean, just look at this. We were just speaking about the Sol ecosystem and how it's performing. And let's just get rid of the FTX token here because it's depressing me. Okay. And look, I showed you how to do it. You go to banter bubbles, you click on the filter, you go to Sol ecosystem. Now you're looking at the top 100 Sol ecosystem coins. Couldn't be easier. We basically... You know, if we made it any easier for you to make money here, we would literally have to make the money, drive it to your house, knock on the door, and give you like $100 bills. It just doesn't get easier than this. Here's a free tool for you to make money. You go to Banter Bubbles, you say filter, buy, and you go to Solana Ecosystem token over here, and it literally shows you all the plays in the Solana Ecosystem. We would literally... It, I mean, the next step of making it easier for you to make money is we come to your house, we deliver you your profits every day. That's the next step. That's how easy it is to make money. Another thing about making money, right? It can't be easier to make money than giving you a free crypto school Next where you learn from move this legend. that takes place on Ethereum is going to be all the more bigger than what it was on Bitcoin. Here is Bitcoin and on the right hand side, this is Ethereum. Now, as you would remember from the course, the volatility expansion is confirmed when the band moves across the 10th percentile mark. So this is the BBWP moving towards the upside over here. And here you have the moving on average, Ethereum, which is also now crossing towards the upside. And ultimately that confirmed the expansion on Bitcoin and you had a massive $10,000 candle. Compare the number of blue bands on Bitcoin on the left-hand side and now look at Ethereum on the right-hand side with how many more blue bands there are. That means that volatility was even lower for a much longer period of time on Ethereum okay, than so it you was. Okay, so you want to be a rocket scientist like Kyle? Guess what? Today is the last day you can sign up. You cannot sign up after today. Today is the last day you can sign up. You go to World Trading School. You click here. I just want to show you that I'm not lying to you because a lot of people say, oh, but you're lying to me. You click here, 21 hours left. If you don't sign up in 21 hours, you ain't getting the free school finished. All right, listen, I have been told that I need to leave. The reason why I need to leave is because if you go to YouTube, YouTube and you go to Crypto Banter Plus, why did they change this thumbnail to this ugly thumbnail? Okay, you can see that Dylan's about to start. So we should all go to Dylan's show because he's talking about which altcoins are going to bounce the highest. Um, and that starts when? 5.15. What's the time? 5.17. I think he's just waiting for me. He's just waiting for me. Okay. Amazing. Guys, listen. I love you guys madly. Um, remember, if you do want to, if you do want to um, uh, bet on the sports, you can bet using BetSwap. So I'm going to take bets in the um, uh, UEFA Champions League and the British League. We'll do that tomorrow. We'll, do, we'll all do that tomorrow. Go and sign up on BetSwap. We could take those bets tomorrow. I'm going to see you guys again tomorrow because I want to encroach on Dylan's time. Love you guys madly. Uh, remember to sign up for Well School and um, trade well, my friends.